boxes of candy bars. The entire platoon hadn't eaten for twenty-four hours. We stopped, and as we stood guard around the wreckage, we grew increasingly hungry. Finally, I stole a few nibbles from one of the cleaner candy bars. Others wiped away the gore and fuel from the wrappers and joined me. That was three weeks ago. We're veterans now, proud that we can stomach such sights and still carry out our job. It is this misery that defines us, gives us our identity. It also cleaves infantrymen apart from everyone else in uniform. Some call it arrogance. So be it. We call it pride since we believe fervently in what we are doing. Check it out, calls Staff Sergeant Colin Fitz. He points to a Humvee rolling up the highway toward our battlefield. The two of us pause and watch the rig approach. Fitz is a Mississippian with a gravelly voice and intense eyes. We're so close that long ago I learned to tell every entertaining story from his life in more detail than he can, and he can do the same with mine. The Humvee screeches to a stop a short distance from us. In the right seat sits a clean-cut major. With his tiny, wire-rimmed glasses, he looks like an accountant in Kevlar. He's so clean that I doubt he's more than a few hours removed from his last shower. I can't even remember when I last had one. We've been making do with whore's baths, baby wipes to the armpits and private parts, since running water is a luxury not bestowed upon the infantry. Right here we have the dichotomy that defines our military. We all wear the same uniform, but we might as well be from two different armies. We're the front-line bullet chewers. This officer embodies all that we despise about the other half. He is scrubbed. We are filthy. His skin has rarely seen the sun. We are sunburned and leathery. He is well-fed and a bit on the pudgy side. Most of our platoon has lost over ten pounds since getting to Diala. Maybe that's because when we get a chance to eat, the appetite doesn't stick around long. Our mess hall is an abandoned Iraqi morgue. Boys, the Major says, go tell your sergeant that Quarter Cav is here. The Major obviously thinks he has a flair for drama. He doesn't realize that he's just insulted both of us. Fitz and I are both staff sergeants. Our rank insignia are not easily missed. Fitz turns bright red. In our world, the world of the infantry, this Major is a wannabe. He sits safe behind the wire but tries to act the part of a combat leader. Most of the time we must simply suffer fools like him as we go about our business. I'm prepared to do just that. Fitz, on the other hand, has no inner censor. He's allergic to bullshit and fears nobody. He's made plenty of enemies in our battalion for this, but you have to admire a man who reacts with pure honesty to every situation and never, not once, considers the consequences to his career. It has cost him, too. Several times he has lost rank, but he always earns his stripes back. Fitz nods to the Major and shouts across the road to his A-team leader. Hey, Sergeant Mesa, the quarter cav is here. What's that? You don't give a fucking shit either? Well, that makes two of us. Two hundred fifty thousand if you count the whole sector. My jaw drops. Fitz has just emasculated a Major the same way he would a private. I wait for the fallout. The Major stammers, pushes his glasses up on his nose, turns to his driver and says, Move on.
The Humvee speeds up the highway for the safety of forward operating base Normandy. The fact that we are willing to submit ourselves to filthy conditions and brutal fighting sometimes gives us a free pass with the other half of the army. It is the one card that saves our asses from charges of insubordination. Sergeant Warren Misa steps over a ragdolled Iraqi corpse and approaches Fitz. A muscular, Cebu-born Filipino who grew up in Cincinnati, Misa is the only man I've ever met who speaks Tagalog with an Ohio accent. We barely understand him. Sergeant Fitz? Yeah, Misa. They're trying to get you on the radio. The trouble in Mugdadi again. We head for our Bradley fighting vehicles and pile inside. The interiors of these armored troop carriers are like mobile ovens in the Iraqi heat. In our 50 pounds of full battle rattle, Kevlar, body armor, ammo...